The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. At that time, Jesus withdrew to the region of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a Canaanite woman of that district came and called out, Have pity on me, Lord, son of David. My daughter is tormented by a demon. But Jesus did not say a word in answer to her. Jesus' disciples came and asked him, Send her away, for she keeps calling out after us. He said in reply, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But the woman came and did Jesus' homage, saying, Lord, help me. He said in reply, It is not right to take the food of the children and throw it to the dogs. She said, Please, Lord, for even the dogs eat the scraps that fall from the table of their masters. Then Jesus said to her in reply, O woman, great is your faith. Let it be done for you as you wish. And the woman's daughter was healed from that hour. The Gospel of the Lord. How do you get groups or nations or rivalries that do not get along to get along? Answer, common ground. None of us can survive a nuclear holocaust. None of us here want a comet or an asteroid to plow into our planet and blow it up. No one here wants another coronavirus. You know, when the Red Sox and the Yankees get together for a game, what's the first thing that they do? They play the national anthem. And why do they play the national anthem? It's to remind everybody at the game that it's just a game. It's just for fun. All of us are family under one nation. Common ground. And that's exactly the reason why Paul is writing this letter to the Romans. Because there's a bit of little rivalry going on among the Christians there, and they need a national anthem. So this is the situation. The Gentile Christians, those Christians that were formerly pagan, were looking at the Jewish Christians, those that came in from the Jewish faith, and they're saying to them, well, Look at you. Where where is everybody? There's so few of you. You know, if Christ is the fulfillment of your laws and your prophets, then where are they? I mean, God just made this great upgrade, and you guys are just landing in the past. So I think what's happening here is that God is bypassing you and coming over to our side. So Paul is addressing this tension. And he uses this analogy. He says, okay, so take this tree. And the tree is diseased, and the bugs are eating the leaves, and it's not producing any fruit. So somebody cuts it down, and now you have a stump. But the root system of the stump is still healthy and strong, and a sprout comes out, and it gets strong and turns into a trunk. What you can do now with this new sprout is you can take other branches that have fallen off of other trees and you can graft them into this trunk where they all share the same root system 
and they can all survive and live. And he said to the Gentile Christians, you see them over there? You see the Jewish Christians? Small remnant of them? You need them because you need their root system. Let me put it this way. When I look into my future, I see possibilities. There are lots of possibilities that might happen. For instance, somebody might come up with a cure for baldness, and maybe in the future it's possible that I may have a full, thick head of hair. In the future, it's possible that the cardinals get together in a conclave and elect me to be Pope Peter II. Or there could be another possibility that I might run my next road race and win my division in my age group which is probably not going to happen. But when I look at my future, there is one thing that's not a possibility, that is going to be happening, it's absolute, that will happen in my future. There's only one thing. Death. Do you know death is the common ground for all of our, all living things? That's the one thing that every living being on this planet has is death. Now Paul is writing his letter to the Romans and he's saying that death has now been replaced with Christ. For the first time, all of us human beings, we have the possibility to be able to have eternal life. This never happened before. We have common ground now through Christ. So here's the message I, I want to give. It's that, you know, when you go out into the world, when you go out there, there's going to be competition, there's going to be division, rivalries, contention. But before you get into the games, before you get out there, make sure you listen to Paul's national anthem. That we are all bonded together in Christ. Common ground. And that's the reason why we need each other.